<clears throat> wow, we got a screen behind the camera so we can see. Chris Pohl, Joshua is in the house. Oh my gosh, I see Terry Wagner. Wagner. I see, who else Paul do we see? Cameron. Stephanie, Deidre. Deidre, I owe you a text response. Yes, I have time next week. Let's do it. I got to pick the day. Uh, Charles, Paul. And we got more faces today. Oh, we have two Terry's. Oh, this is going to okay. be confusing. Okay. All right. We got her Terry and Terry. All right, good, good. Mariana's in the house. I like that we've got more people on video. You're right. Mark on video, Chris even. Tune yes, in with the video. What's up, yes, man? Yes. Hi, gentlemen. Hello. Good. We can hear them. Thank check you. Check one, two. Hey, Susan. I always like this. I can hear one. you guys fine. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. Thank this you. thing is on. That's good. We opened up the doors a little early today. Just, you know. Let the air in. Let the air. <laughs> I still can't help but think of Zach Galifianophagus or whatever his last name is that does the between two ferns, between the ferns. Have you ever seen him interview people? Dry humor as dry. Like you think I'm dry. You should watch his, he even interviewed, I think Barack Obama you one time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that dry. Between the ferns, it's a good one. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. Today's public Zoom room, Adam's walking by with lights. We're getting set up. This is what happens when we let him in early, huh, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get to it today's topic what's the topic generating leads during coming soon generating leads during coming soon. how to generate leads during coming soon and the way that these public zoom rooms have the, the style of this the, the whole concept of this which i'm going to start with my intro which um just to kind of set the stage here is that as covid happened and everybody got locked down and zoom became more popular we thought hey let's just pretend that we have people walking into our office to have an in-person group mastermind with if you will about a, around a certain topic so we've invited everybody here to come on in and join us in the conversation this isn't us pushing lecturing anything like that the intention is that here we are sitting around well, the room and if they're, if they're sitting in front of us we would ask the question first is so what are you doing to generate leads yes during coming soon now right so, and that and that will be the first question that we throw out to okay, everybody but right. just to make sure we're all on the same page we hope that you are coming to participate in the conversation and not just be the audible listeners of the conversation if you are no worries that's the wonderful thing about this but at the end we we will record this we do let us know we're going to send a text message out afterwards to say hey what did you guys think um, any topics, future topics that you would like to hear us cover in these discussions and, um, you know, then respond to that and say, any chance I could get the recording of that because we post this to our podcast and the podcast for anybody that has subscribed to listen to some of our past meetings is called the solution, a real estate podcast. And so if you want to listen to any of them, that's where they all are. Yeah. Awesome. Good start. That, that's my without inhaling or exhaling. Intro. I was going to say, are you going to breathe? Yes. Okay, yes. Good, yeah. So today, but today's topic is how do we generate leads with coming soon and coming soon timely for us, for all of us in the industry that are realtors that are MLS subscribers because of MLS 8.0 and all that fun jazz. I know, but I'm I excited. Talk a little bit about MLS 8.0 because <clears throat> it has really brought I mean, I think it's brought attention to the idea that coming during the coming soon period, because what we realize is, is that in talking with lots of agents, that they're not taking advantage of the coming soon period of time to generate leads for themselves, 
knowing that because as I go through listing appointments, the I hear sellers telling me, how fast can you get it on the market? And I'm like, why do you want it on the market fast? Right. He's yeah. like, well, you that's how you're going to market it is you're going to get it out on the market. It has to be on MLS. Right. Like they view right. MLS as the market, whereas we view coming soon as the beginning of the market. Right. And okay. Yeah. And the, and just this this idea that it's been underutilized. I mean, I think now that MLS Armless, our MLS has come out and said, okay, now there's a coming soon. You can see. I mean, this morning there was what, 711, 18, 18 yeah. coming soon listings yeah. that it's not being used by everybody because there's, you know, 8,000 homes listed. You would think that that number should be 3,000, 4,000, right? Because the idea is um, we as agents know before the house is like you, like you're getting into the weeds already about this. Okay. But I was just trying to set the stage for the, because you have to start the conversation different with your seller to take advantage of the things we're going to talk about today. No. And so now back to the question that you started with, what are you guys doing? Let's hear from our, from our visitors. What are you guys doing out there to market your listings coming soon or to generate leads coming soon today? And then we wait to watch the people get unmuted to see who wants to talk, <laughs> right? Or actually the video is helpful because anybody that smiles, oh, Terry, him Terry. Terry's last name. Yeah. Oh, uh, Wagner. Her, 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 All right, her, 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 Terry her, 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 Wagner. Yes. Okay. I was just going to say what I like to do is I have several buyers that are looking for the same type of home. And so I look on the coming soon's each morning and, and see what's coming up that could satisfy two or three people and, um, and then let them know that I have something that's off market and that, you know, it's an advantage to, to work with us because we, we do off market properties. Good. Yeah. That is actually leveraging other people's coming soon's to convert leads that you're working with. Right. 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 Which I think is brilliant. I mean, that is a absolutely no question. We should all be doing that, especially in the low inventory market that we have now. Yes, but we so, want to. We were we were thinking because that's working with leads that you have already. We were looking at, to focus mostly on how do we create additional leads that, off of our inventory, right? That's coming soon. So when you're about to list a house, what do you do in order to get your phone to ring before that property goes before that property goes active? And Ephraim, I saw you unmute yourself there for a second. I thought you were going to chime in. Oh, and Adam, who's our producer in studio. Hi, Adam. Say hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. So he wants us to let everybody know on the Zoom call that if you're muted and you want to just temporarily unmute yourself, if you hold the space bar down, it'll unmute you so you can talk. And then when you let go of the space bar, you're then remuted. So like a walkie-talkie. Yeah, like a walkie-talkie. Oh, yeah. so you don't have to click with the mouse every single time. Let's see if it works. <laughs> Hey, Mark, I saw Mark come in. The host would like you to unmute. I don't know what that means. It says it again. All right, it says it again. All right. Oh, I saw a chat. And then Adam will tell us what the chat says. Is there a time for coming, is there a time limit for coming soon? Good question. So in our MLS, ARMLS, which is the Arizona Regional MLS, there is a 30-day. When you put your listing in coming soon, you have 30 days before it's gonna before it has to move to active or off the market <clears throat> so 30 days 
in the MLS? The answer to that is yes. Yes. Who asked that question? That was Terry Nice. Thanks, the Terry. The Terrys are coming in strong today. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Still, look, still looking for a strategy out there. I mean, maybe that's why they're all on the call is to figure out what they are because they're maybe – come on, someone's out there doing uh, something. Yeah, I've, I've uh, only once that I sent out uh, flyers around the neighborhood. So I've only had one listing that I had enough time to do okay, that. Okay, so Paul, you got a listing that's going to be coming to the market, and it was – was it just like a, a super nice listing that you – like why did you decide to market this one coming soon and not others? Well, it's, it was just that I, a lot of times, like you were saying in the beginning, a lot of times people just don't want to, uh, they just want to get it on market right now. <laughs> and they don't want to, they don't want to give me that time to do that. So I was able to talk this other client into doing that. And I, I did only get like a week or two, week and a half, but it was enough to get a little bit of marketing out there. Yeah, I mean, to give you a tip on that, one of the ways that we have utilized in the past to pitch the coming soon period is um, it's a free marketing period. There's no counting of days on market because I think the um, strongest, uh, you know, count against the seller, against the detriment. A, a, the detriment of being on the market is the counting of days on market because once that number in MLS and on Zillow and Redfin and every site out there says that you've been on the market for four weeks. I mean, I just had a seller after 23 days on the market being like, it's not sold yet. I'm like, our agreement for six months, right? Like they're, because the market's so hot, like, oh my God, that 23 days, we're excited that it hasn't sold and we're nervous and you must not be doing anything because it's supposed to be sold, Jeff. Well, yes, but because the market is as hot as it is, when we see mar when we see properties that have been on the market for 23 days, what do we think? Not no longer need to be full price, right? No longer need to be over asking. They're no longer need to be as competitive because that days on market count negatively affects that seller's offer price. And it neg yeah, it negatively affects the buyers wanting to offer high. Yes. Jim says our listing agents allow the showing during the coming soon. Yes, Jim. Listing agents are. Jim asks, are listing agents allowing the um, coming uh, showings during the coming soon phase? And some do, some don't. What I will tell you is that be consistent. You can't pick to only let your leads see it and not let anybody else's see it because that's not that's not allowed. There's listings that uh, you're bringing people, you let people come in and see, and that means everybody equally. Or there's listings that you have coming soon that you don't. Right, you don't want to flop back and forth because then that could be construed as unethical, and we don't want to do anything along those lines. But we 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 do coming soon for the majority of our listings because we pitch it and and we show them and coming we show soon. and we and we absolutely allow showings for other agents um, during coming soon. Yeah, but the point of it is is why how, or how you can help your seller is it's a free marketing period to start to drive interest before we go on MLS to kind of, you know, I mean, before we it, go active on MLS, right, before we start accumulating the days on market. Right. Because of the difference of now, when you go live on the internet, when you go live in MLS, that's gets syndicated to thousands of websites. I mean, it, it creates a, a buzz, you know I mean? But I mean, it's a chance to get some 
uh, maybe to check price, maybe to, to you know, for the, for the seller to try a number out there to see if they want to try a number that is above where they think, where they don't want to have to reduce when they go on the market, kind of see, see if there's interest. Because you know, if the house is, is marketed well during coming soon, we're going to get showings, right? I mean, I just sold my own personal listing, uh, my house that I lived in for 15 years during coming soon. I got a full price offer above market value because I think that one of the stigmas that was put out by the MLS 8.0 committee is, is that if you're not on the market, you can't get a lead dollar. And I just got a lead dollar, right? What like, are you I, saying? A lead dollar? Uh, elite. I mean, above a, a high price. A high, yeah, right. Like, so the last sale in my subdivision was nine fifty three, and we closed at ten seventy after inspection because we gave a little concession on price because of inspection. So, because the argument of cooperation in eight was that wow, you can't get unless every buyer knows. And I think that what they're missing is that, and what we're going to talk about today for the rest of the call is, if you market it well during coming soon you can reach all of the available buyers that are out there. Yeah, awesome. Cool, yep. good, good, good. Any other chats? Let's get after it. We got a list that we're, of things that we're gonna talk about, but again, we're looking for discussion. If you wanna use the chat, that's fine. We're gonna repeat the questions because I know sometimes people tune in while they're driving and they can't read the, the chat, so we'll do our best to keep this as audible as possible. Right, to wrap that last point up, just to make sure it was clear. So the best pitch is that we're gonna use a free marketing period no days on market to go coming soon to try and find buyers to let the audience know. Yes. I don't know the answer to that. That's probably dependent MLS. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Adam, our producer for reminding me. I need to repeat the question. Terry, <laughs> Terry asks after the 30 days, can you just take it off of the market and then put it right back on for another 30 days? I don't, I assume that that is MLS to MLS, depending on what the rules are. I don't know. We haven't done, we don't do that for our AR MLS in Arizona. But the default is if you go on the market and off the market, it's 45 days currently. I think it would probably have that apply as well, just like with a cancel or expires because you're, you're removing it. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> there has to be some kind of delay because they, they have a delay otherwise for that same, it's for the similar purpose of, of to try and trick, because you're tricking the system. I think that you, that in this market, you would, that question would come up more, right? In this market, if you're not able to procure a buyer for that property in 30 days, there's something, I don't know that taking it off and putting it back on and coming soon is the best bet for that client. I think that that might be, you know what, let's go active. Let's get this thing syndicated out to as many people as possible because whatever we're doing and coming soon isn't either reaching everybody or we, I don't know, taking it on and off just seems a little... And, I, I'm and not you, sure I understand the logic of why we were doing that. And one of the points that you just made, just for clarifying, because when it's incoming soon in MLS, it is not syndicated out to True. other brokerage sites. So only realtors know about it. Only, yes. And yeah. part of our conversation today is going to be how do we let consumers know about coming soon listings? Right, and let's get to it. All right, awesome. So, uh, Jeff, how do, you, how do we let consumers know about our unlisted? are coming soon properties. Um, there's lots of ways. It starts before this though, right? Like, I don't know how far back you want to go, but I mean, even in, in our conversations and preparing for this topic, you talked about at the time that a, a, that a seller calls you, what's your mindset? My mindset is, is it's time to, for me, it's my job as an agent to start to market that property for them to find 
buyers, not wait till we get the MLS. And I think that's a different mindset than it's not. I think the, the in large part realtors out there are like, Oh, well, I'll just wait. To st- I can't wait to get it in the MLS to get it sold. But the reality is, is we're supposed to be entrepreneurs two things. One, we should be representing our seller well and try to sell. I mean, my thought in becoming a realtor was that I should be able to sell my houses without MLS. Like I thought that, well, what if the MLS goes away? Like, like that proves that you're actually a good marketer is that if you can market a house and find a buyer without using the multiple listing service, then you've really done a great job for your seller because they hired you to market the house, not to rely on other agents to sell your house, right? Like to me, there's a debate of that because it's just kind of funny that now we're demanding that, but that's just my thought. See, and I think that a lot of agents are, are depending on the market, right? Like we're talking about today, we're talking about 2020, September, this is low inventory environment. 35% of the properties that sell on MLS have multiple offers on them. Like this is as hot of a market for sellers as we've been in, in the last 15 years. Ever, ever. Right? Yeah. So with that being said, some of the things that we're talking about today are just different mindsets than what this industry typically sees. And so when the market is more normal, people want to wait for an agreement that they have that protects them from to get a commission before they do anything. Whereas in a hot market like now, if you get a phone call and somebody says, hey, would you, would you mind coming over and talking to me about selling your house? I can now take the concept of that property, the details of that property. I now know about this single family house in Scottsdale that's going to be between four and 500,000. That's a pool that's single level. That's a the three car garage that's available for sale. Like just those details alone where I don't identify the property, I can now leverage that intel in order to, de- in order to well, generate I- interest. I mean, the low inventory environment certainly exacerbates the pressure of the buyer to come out to look for the off-market stuff. So let me say that again, right? So because of the environment and why we wanted to have this conversation today is it's all about the off-market stuff. It's all, I mean, buyers are. And the the stat that I'm going to throw out for you guys is, I mean, something we learned from doing using Zillow's coming soon that we'll talk to as one of the tactics, but because they document, we were see, we're seeing between 500 to 2000 hits online, which is truly representative. Those are the buyers looking during coming soon on the property to show that the, because as the real- On Zillow, is that what you're On Zillow, about? right. Okay. Yeah. So for saves, 58 saves coming soon. So the fact that realtors are waiting too long to wait to MLS to generate interest, like they're not that here's the thing is not everybody can host their coming to on Zillow. If you're not a Zillow premier agent, you can't do that. It doesn't mean that there's not buyers working in that neighborhood is where I'm at. I mean, to me, it's just that buyers are doing more research online and driving out to see houses and are in that neighborhoods working and that you, it's your job to so sign because a sign on because, the property is one of the ways that you reach consumers in coming soon. Yes, a sign. Awesome, right? Yeah. Like the sign, the post where it says coming soon on there, and it's got a phone number, or a text number where they can call you to get access to the property before it goes live. Absolutely, one standard. of the better leads that we get when they're in front of the house and they say, "I see you got a property coming soon. Can I see it?" Who? Anybody love that kind of lead? Let me see a show of. 
digital hands. Okay, all right, all right. Nice. Well, I mean, yes, the yes. thing is, is I think we need to talk about that quality of that lead. It's because the best lead in the business is obviously the referral. But the second best lead is the lead that you're the listing agent. You, the credibility that is, you're the listing agent and and the, the and and the buyer comes to you with questions with, about that house, with, right? Because they, you no longer have to prove your worth. You're the listing agent. You're the local area expert. Yes, Adam. Not that I've not, heard of. That's not true. Yeah. No, I, so Jim said sign is only allowed for one day before active. No, 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 no. I think Jim might be getting the MLS 8.0 ruling from NAR, whatever it was. The um, what is it? The clear cooperation policy. Yeah. Whatever that official announcement was, a little bit mixed up because you are not allowed to market your house outside of MLS for longer than 24 hours. Period. If you take a listing and you start to mark, you put a sign in front of the house, you have to go on the MLS within 24 hours. Otherwise, you're in, you're in violation. However, in our area, Arizona Regional MLS, is Jim a member of our MLS, ARMLS? Okay, in our MLS, you can, being on MLS is coming, there's a coming soon status in our MLS. So you can put up a sign, you can put it coming soon on MLS on the same day, and that can be there for 30 days before you go active and you're still in compliance. The reason why they rolled out coming soon status in our MLS was to be in compliance with the clear cooperation policy. Well, that's obviously number two is pick up the sign day one, day two, enter it into MLS coming soon. Yes. Right, like that is because now you're reaching all the realtors. I mean, you've got all the realtors gonna, there. But I mean, so it's but still, yeah. it, oh, I mean, the thing is, is the thing is, is all of the, the realtors still, I mean, we're still seeing traffic generated from that, but I mean, because he asked about, I like, so Adam, the next question that Adam, that I'll repeat is, can you hold an open house during coming soon? And what's the answer to that? Yes. Yes. I haven't seen a rule that prohibits that. Right. And so I was actually looking in our MLS, but we could schedule a list that we could schedule an open house for our coming soon listings right now in MLS. It doesn't so, get syndicated out. It but doesn't go out to the public. Right. But you're communicating with agents. And then if you have your signs out on the corner and you're pushing people in. And right. I want to get to consumer stuff. But yes, this Adam. is consumer. This is totally consumer. Holding an open house. Okay. Yeah. I, I was referencing the ML, putting it in MLS. I, you know, we're doing the open house to, to market out to the consumer. We're putting it in MLS to be compliant right. with their rules yes. in that coming soon stage. Once it's there, we now have given ourselves the freedom to market that property without accumulating days on market. The way that we market that property is one, we put up a sign. Two, we add it to Zillow is coming soon. Three, we can hold an open house. But the Zillow one is the one that I would like to- We're like, gonna talk about it, but I wanna to get to Adam's question first. Diana's question, how do you put it in Zillow? How do you put it in Zillow, which is a great question because everybody can. We happen to be a Zillow premier agent. In, in the Phoenix metro area, Zillow has gone to the flex model where you've got to be, you can't just buy a zip code anymore to become a premier agent. You've got to be a team that they have partnered with in order to be a Zillow premier agent. So one of the ways, depending on your marketplace, is to join a team that is a premier partner, right? Because then you get access to Zillow coming soon through your team. I mean, the, the key part here is, is there's a lot of 
agents that are anti Zillow, and we we like to call them a frenemy, right? Because it's hard because it, you know there's a lot of things that are frustrating about that. But the reality is, is you owe the duty to your seller to take advantage of the 218 million visitors that right? go to Zillow. Remember, we were hired to market the house. Oh, by the way, there's a site where. 218 of the 327 million people in America, you know, they, that's how many visits they get a month. Like, I think that, I mean, how could you leave that out? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're, to me, our job as in representing sellers is to do a great job. And if we have the number one site in America for consumers to shop on, how could you leave that out of your coming soon process and, yeah. and commit to your seller that you're doing a great job? I, I don't know. All right, fair. Let me, let me set that one aside, though, and let's go with um, I think I still am a firm believer in sales, in marketing. When you have something that is unique that not everybody knows about and you can describe that something that is unique, it's easier for you to get people's interest right? ADA, A-I-D-A, attention, interest, desire, action. We need to get people's attention first. And that's easier to do when you have something that's unique. So even if you're talking about a social media campaign, even if you're talking about, uh, uh, I mean, a direct mail campaign, like when you've got that thing that only you know about, it, that's a wonderful yeah, no. time to market it with a call to action that is easier for people to buy into than just check out this listing that's for sale. And we don't do it anymore, but to add one of the things that we did is we have done mailers with open house this Sunday during coming soon period to begin to market it before to start to drive interest before we got in, in, into, into MLS. So. Um, the other thing about the open house pre-market is that you can, you can even play it as a time to meet the neighbors, right? Where if you're going to be doing a neighbors only coming soon open house and you are an aggressive prospector where you're going out to knock on doors to say, Hey, before we go active on the MLS, we're going to do a neighbors only open house, come on down and you're going to put out signs. So neighbors only are, I mean, those are only the doors that you knocked on so they can come through. But if anybody else happens to see their signs, that lead from, you know, Scottsdale Road in the 101, yep. uh, they could come too. You're not going to kick them out, right? Let's just put it that way. All right. So let's talk a little bit about double siding. Like I mean, do we want to, I mean, there's one more tactic in there that I want to talk about. And that's because what, one of the things that we do is we have 39,000 people in our database. We send a blast email out about our coming soon listing. I mean, the, the, we post them on our website for the public. Like all, we have agents that subscribe to our coming soon listings so that they can get ahead of the game with what's coming out onto the market. Right. Because we, the, I mean, I think this is not as recognized of a, uh, of a point is that when a house comes out, typically there's only about, I don't know, 40 to 60 buyers that are possible for that house. I think the world thinks more. I mean, maybe at 200,000 or 300,000, maybe it's 100 or 150, but people have to realize that the actual buyer pool is not as large as we- One might think. One might think. Yeah. And the reason for that is when you look at the available homes and how many sell in that neighborhood, you can see that it's not just, it's just not as big as 
you would think because a lot of people think there's thousands or hundreds. I mean, I know as listing agents, we always like to be like, oh, there's that I can reach thousands of buyers, and but they're just really not. That's that's the reality is you want to reach the 40 that are actual buyers in that neighborhood yes. at that price. And I think that all of those 40 are going to, or let's say three quarters of them are going to see it during the coming soon period. And if you, um, if they're, cause especially in low inventory environments, uh, buyers can be less loyal. Because mm. <laughs> you were going to, I was just trying to introduce the double sizing effect. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I don't know what is, so there's variable commission. That's a checkbox in our MLS. And I don't know that we want to dive into, I'm always, I'm, I've been scared by brokers that we're not allowed to talk about commissions just because of antitrust and Sherman. But Act. to help your seller, so, you could offer. A I'm not, yeah, I'm very scared to talk about you it, but there's a, there's a button in MLS that says variable commission, yes or no. And that button I think is the most, or that option is the most misinterpreted thing in our MLS is people say yes, because, well, of course the commission is variable. It's a percentage based on the purchase price. So that's doesn't that what, make it variable? That's not what it means, Phil. Uh, that's not? That's what, not what, it means. what does it mean? What it means is, is there a uh, different... You as a listing agent. Right. Are you offering a different commission than it's offered if you sell the house yourself? Right. Do you have a, ver do you have a different commission structure with the client if maybe you double side the house? Right. versus if somebody comes in co-broke off the street. And we do not. So, we, yes. The, on ours? We, do we have variable commission, yes or no, on ours? We, we sometimes do, where we offer a different commission at times if we double-sided or not, which is why we oh, disclose right. it. Agents do that. Which right? is why we, we, we disclose it in the MLS by saying variable commission, yeah. yes. Right. And the reason why we have to disclose it in the MLS is so that we can make a fair playing field where everybody can be aware that if somebody – contacts us, a buyer contacts us, that we're representing them, we all got to know what, what money's on the table there. Good deal. The reason why I bring that up is because it could be a money. If you're double-siding a deal, that's a potential money-saving item for your seller. Absolutely. If not, well, I if mean, the thing is, is we're do, we, do, we utilize coming soon to help our sellers net more money. It's actually the opposite of what 8.0 says that they were out to do, is that we... Our job is that, or I think that this is where the industry is going. That's just my spin on it. Is that I think if the house sells in a day or a week, that maybe the consumer should get a better deal because it was easier for us, right? And ooh, ooh now we get controversial. Yeah, yeah right. what's a podcast without a little controversy? Yeah, well, nice. I mean. You know, but the, but the truth, right? Like if it takes you a day to sell a house versus, I'm just saying that, Adam, not too long ago, we would have listings in 16 and 17 that were on the market for 100 days, 120 days, 130 days. Is it more work, <laughs> is it more work for us when that happens? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just def it is more. And now, if your house doesn't sell in 120 days, you get fired. Let's right. be real. Well, the thing right? is, you don't make you, you, it's hard to make it past 30. And and, and uh, I the agents need to have the mindset of I can handle more business if everything sells quicker, right? Like the reality That's is, true. it is true. Right? Yes. Yeah, so. And we're coming up. I mean, like our list that we wrote out. There's basically two more points that I want to make on it. But yes, question, Terry. Terry said, "How about giving us a bonus for the quick sale?" Oh, how about, Terry said, how about giving us a bonus for the quick sale? 
again, you're, there's lots of people that can structure their business in whatever way that they would like. I know, but see, that mindset is a, is a older mindset. Obviously, Terry's not a new agent because that is a mindset of – that was a pre-open door, a pre-offer pad – that is a pre homo pre right? right like pre the, the, what, the, the the real battle is that we're fighting is that it's that's a classic response for some that's a classic seller objection handle script yes right that's how i look at that yes, yes. that is what that's the answer that comes out right can i get a discount i should be charging you more yes yes right <laughs> right um, I mean, it's, it, I, I mean, I can see it because I'm getting you top dollar. Because usually, if you sell the house during coming soon, the funny thing is, is they come in at at or above more often than not, right? The, the, yeah. The the coming soon puts the reason why those that think that it has to be an MLS, why that, or uh, those that feel that it has to be active in MLS to get top dollar, are missing the whole argument of coming soon of the pressure has so much pressure on buyers i mean I, this is just a question for you guys when you guys are seeing a house that's coming soon are you thinking oh good we can get a deal yeah i see head shaking yeah right like well, hold on you spoke up no i just said no <laughs> Thanks, no. Charles. Yeah. yeah, no, so, like that's just not the mindset. Is like when it's coming soon, you're like, oh man, we're gonna have to come in full price, right? Like, <laughs> like, like we're gonna have to waive appraisal, right? Like, if you like it, I know that everybody else is gonna like it, and so it actually creates the, the excitement. Yeah, it creates the excitement, and that's what we have leveraged to get our sellers more money. Is that you get a chance because the podcast is how do we create? If, if you do a good job marketing the house meaning that you do open houses, that you get it in the Zillow, that you put a sign out, that you're out beating the street to generate interest during coming soon, that actually you can help your seller net more money. Because you know, like you said, some people may offer a variable commission. If, the, you know, if, you're both, if you're getting two sides, if you turn one sale into oh, yeah. two sales, then maybe the, you, other, the other stat I forgot to run, but I, I'm – very interested. I, I ran it months ago and it was different. And I'm interested to see what it is today now that we have 718 coming soons in our MLS and 8109 actives. Is I was going to export both of those lists, including the commission percentages, and do an average to see if the average commission percentage is different, higher or lower. For properties that are coming soon versus active. I would bet it's lower. I would bet it's lower too, but I'm going to look at the numbers so that we can actually prove what that, if that bet's accurate or not. Anybody here, anybody that's a member of Armless can do the same thing. Um, all right. The two more points is, I think one of the major points that to sum up, to begin to sum all of this up is it's okay to have a coming soon game plan. Yes. Time to make a game plan. When you get the call from the seller to come over and list their house, or you know that that buyer that you're trying to buy a house for, has a house to list once you're under contract, that should be an alert in your mind that there's an opportunity here to generate business. And so you should have a game plan set on how to take advantage of that opportunity that really only you know about right now. Okay. And uh, to give you the, to get you excited about having a game plan about marketing houses coming soon, we're selling 40% of our listings during coming soon now, right? So what it is, is it's a lead generator and it's getting a lead. I mean, I have to tell a story. I love stories. All right. You love stories. Yeah. So I go to list this house over in, um, we'll go with the magic zip code, give Duane a little 
little cred, right? Those Give those calories. Those calories, yeah. great job. All right, so I'm over in the magic zip code. That's just water, by the yeah. way. But, yeah. And so I go to this, this house, and it's about 2,400 square feet, and it has um, original ceramic tile. I think it was built in 78. Oh, so like... Yeah. So you mean fat grout lines? Yeah, fat grout lines, exactly, right? So, and it had um, Berber carpet from 1978, right? In great shape. When though. you move the couch, you can see the couch. all the furniture out. Oh. So they had Korean countertops, black appliances. They had a brick, red brick fireplace. Um, you know, it was a sweet listing, okay? Yeah. So I, you know, when I talked to the seller, when I pulled up the comps, there was houses that were um, upgraded in the neighborhood, recently completely redone, and they had gotten to higher numbers. And he was hoping to get one of those higher numbers. But I was in the idea of, I thought, I was hoping for him to get 425. That was my, when I was in there, I was like, if I get him 425, I'm excited for this house. Because they had pool and all this stuff. I mean, there were some special features. But pretty much, we all can agree that our homes in original condition versus homes that are upgraded in the neighborhood, the ones with the upgrades get more, get a lot more money. Yes. Okay. So um, we came out and priced the house during coming soon. Because the argument for cooperation in 8.0 is that you can't get top dollar. And my thing is, is that I think that 8.0 is hurting the people that don't have a lot of money down, let's just call those the poorer people than the rich people that have cash, right? Because the argument was, is you're hurting your seller. But to me, I think that 8.0 is really keeping the people that have uh, FHA buyers and VA buyers from getting houses. Well, anyway, utilizing coming soon at the time, we went coming soon. And because the guy put in in another house, and then he happened to be an airplane pilot, and my guy was a prior airplane pilot, but he had no money down. But he, because we had a the area, we got an appraisal, and we sold it pre-market to the guy with no money down with the VA loan at 460, and the guy loved the house. He, he, he thought it was perfect for him, and he, he was just excited because he had lost six other houses, right? But my buyer, my seller got what I considered almost 10% above what I thought the real value was during coming soon. Cause we were marketing it during coming soon. We found a buyer. They got, a, you know, they netted higher. Um, yeah. So seller did. The seller did right. during coming soon. So it was pre the 8.0 being in effect. It was just us marketing it during coming soon. Cause the argument was, well, you can't get elite dollar. But I think that that argument is because agents were, are not working to market houses during coming the yes. agents that only leverage MLS to get the word of their house out. Right. The, and unfortunately, maybe that's just the majority of people out there. And so obviously we're that's on a, why mission. We're out talking we're on a to mission to change this, yeah. right? Like let's yeah. actually be marketers. Part of us being realtors and listing agents is that we know how to drive traffic through a front door. It's okay if the MLS is a part of it. It's okay if the MLS isn't a part of it. We still know how to reach people that are coming and, and shopping. Okay, yeah. I thought you had one more thing on your list. I do, yeah. So, well, because this is a, it's actually a coming soon thing that we're a part of. Yes. And um, we got invited to be a part of a pilot program of this company called R Digs, right? R-D-I-G-Z. And R Digs is this like hybrid model that allows sellers to market their homes with agents 
contact information. So like sellers can market their own properties. Right? Principal can market their property. Right. There's no rules against that. Because you have to be a realtor and have to want to use armless and sellers are not realtors and not part of armless. So they're excluded from this. And so our, our digs came out and is allowing agent is allowing sellers to market their own houses while they're in this coming soon phase. And they've got signs and everything that we're going to try out and we'll see how it well, goes. The reason why we liked it is because there are digs is going to give the leads to to the agent that's the property specialist. So that the seller assigns. That the seller assigns. So it's yeah. still agent friendly and it was super exciting. Um, I mean, I can't wait because it's going to be, because the reality is, is then we can market the house for seven to 30 days before it's even in MLS. The seller can. The right. seller can market it by themselves to try and find a buyer during this period of time. It's super exciting. We, I mean, we obviously Very had, creative. we had a thousand questions. We still have a thousand questions on how it's going to work, but it's exciting to, it looks like we're going to. Well, get, we're not the only ones looking at the, you know, the coming soon process and generating leads. But I mean, the, the hook for us was, would it be great if all the leads, because it's not going to be on Zillow and it's not going to be on Redfin, it's not going to be on MLS. Trulia, it's not going to be on MLS. If all those leads came to you, the listing agent, and I was like, let's try it. That's a pretty interesting concept. Wait a minute. Leads are going to come, all the leads, instead of them going to all the online aggregators, are going to come straight to the listing agent. I was like, sign me up. What? Well, we're—I mean, it's still being tested. We're—we're we're gonna start testing gonna, it. We haven't even—they yeah. haven't even said go yet. So when you so. see the sign out there, we're gonna—we're yeah. gonna be a part of this test group or whatever to check it out. So yeah. um, we'll let you know how it goes. Interesting concept. We're also um, of the mindset like, don't chase the squirrel. Let's go with stuff that works. But this is just one that. We're bringing it up now because it's a little bit exciting, but we'll, well, we'll report back. If I mean, the, the hook was like, would I not like one to seven appointments on my own listing to meet buyers that are interested in that property? And I'm the one that knows most about that property. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would yeah. take those, right? Like sign me up. So that yes. was why we, we were like, what a great opportunity. Let's try it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. All right. With that being said, hopefully you guys Any got questions? something out of it. Yeah. I want to know like feedback. What do you guys, what did we miss? What do you do coming soon that we didn't talk about? I just wanted to put out there for those who aren't premier agents, you actually can put in a coming soon on Redfin. And I've actually had some success with that. Charles. Great. Yes. Give him a round. Yeah. Thank awesome, you. Charles. Thank you. Thank you for adding to the list of what we now do with coming soon. And actually Adam is our producer today, but right as soon as we're done with this podcast, he's back to being our listing yeah, manager. <laughs> so let's add that to our list of what we do to promo properties. All right. What else? Great comment, Charles. Actually, I had a question for you guys. So I have a medium-sized team, and we use list reports on our coming soon signs, and that captures the information all the way down to, like, the geographic. Like, if the phone's in the area of that listing, if you have multiple listings, you know which one it's to. Are you guys using a different – or what do you guys use? I'm assuming on your signs you have some, like, text, to, text for info for lead capture. Yeah. Yeah. No, we made the decision about a year ago, maybe it took us three to four months to actually institute it to go away from the whole idea of the flyer for that same aspect because now we're in a digital world and so we offer our flyer because we put a a, a rider on the sign and Adam actually controls us on have him come in, but so we, it's a text to get the flyer, but it's also a lead capture tool. But Adam, what's it called? No, so it's, it's called, 
we we got this. Okay. Don't you worry, Jeff. So we use Sync, Commission Sync, as our CRM. Yeah. Part of that tool has a text lead generation piece, and so we have our Sync phone number on the sign, and then we just assign different numbers. So we have riders made that all have a unique number, have a unique code on them. So then when we have a new listing that we add to our sync system and let's call it number six, we then have a little flyer built inside of sync. So when they text us, we know what property they're at because each of our signs has a different identifier on it. Gotcha. Yeah, I was using and, conversion and they had that, but I just never implemented it. Yeah, we, you know, when we were going down the path of let's come out with a tool that allows us to do this, I am of the mindset where if I already pay for a tool that does it, like don't give me, even if I've got to take an extra step in order to get it done, I'm okay with that rather than trying to buy, manage, and train everybody on a separate tool. Like now when a sync lead, when, when that text lead comes through our system, we use sync to, to distribute leads to the agents on our team. It's already automatically in the system and it's not a separate piece that I got to figure out how to zap into the existing system which ultimately loses data or time or whatnot I, right. I, if I can we evaluated other ones but yeah. whenever we can not add a new system we don't want to add it's I, already complex enough to try and track it and it, it, it don't it, get me wrong you guys get tech we we promote these podcasts with a different we we've got lots of different systems which is why i am a firm believer that we've got to have something in-house right now that we have that we pay for that can do this and sync just happened to be the system we went with did that answer your question charles it did, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. What else? I see somebody looking for their space bar. At least Terry laughed at that. I like that I can, <laughs> I like that I can see a face. It's nice when my, some of my jokes land, even if I can't yeah, hear them. And then if there's any topics that you want us to talk about in the future, please, uh, if you want to throw them in the chat or... Uh, yeah, reply to the text. We're going to text you all. It's not sync, don't worry. That's one of the separate tools that we use. But um, thank you guys for coming. If there's no more comments, we'll wrap this thing up. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you joining in. Any other comments on the chat, Adam? Any other comments from you guys? Yeah, real quick. So I was thinking that the uh, coming soon is a good way to, you know, not show the house and then have, have everybody create that frenzy, you know, for when you have that open house on Saturday and Sunday, and then hopefully accept offers on Monday. But if you're letting people see the house earlier, you're not really creating that frenzy, right? Or, I mean, you still might be able to let some people in and then still do the open house, but you're going to get a lot of people coming through before the open house. So kind of. I've heard, we've, I mean, obviously but, we've but heard but this strategy. There, there's several, I mean, the reality is, is that especially now in the super low inventory environment as we're still under one month supply we i mean to me the goal is for you to get top dollar right the goal is for the seller to get and that we're seeing the coming soon's i mean it can we we're not necessarily the goal isn't to create a, a frenzy the goal is to get them the, the highest dollar and we're you know, to me, it's it's more about your your pricing strategy because we've seen, um, I mean, the decision on the one house was it, they came in above where I where 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 we thought it was going to be anyway. But there's been lots of instances where we came out coming soon and we've had so much activity that we then went active to leverage that and then pushed it right. Like to me, it's just. Um, 
still to get a good start on it where because the seller you know because we're ultimately it's whatever the seller's decision is not our decision but if the seller wants to wait till sunday to review offers which it's coming soon for that week and then it goes live on thursday or friday and we're going to wait to review offers on sunday i mean we're still getting offers and there's still an excitement that's wrapped around our listings even though we don't hold off showings until one day yeah so, and the, the other piece about it for us, I mean, some of our logic is that in our marketplace in Phoenix, we do so much advertising online that we see, we see a ton of people that aren't here that, or when they come in to buy because they're moving here from out of state, they're in town for this set period and they're in and then they're out. And so I'd hate to miss that. That might be the buyer that's willing to pay the most amount of money. And so I, I try, we, if if at all possible, when they're here, they want to see the house. We want them to see the house. So I don't want to, I don't want to risk them leaving and then not being able to see it at the open house on Saturday or Sunday or whatever. Yeah, because we never know who is that buyer that's going to come in. Uh, we had one up in Legend Trail, and the first person that came in during Coming Soon offered us. I mean, again, I thought the house was going to sell for about thirty thousand less. That's just the market what it is, and they came in at ten thousand above asking price right from the start because of the pressure of coming soon. I mean, I think that that's almost more valuable. We've even had 975. It wasn't like a cheap house. And we've had agents that have, that have tried to say, don't hold, if we give you this offer, like don't hold the open house. If you accept our offer, do not hold the open house afterwards. We don't want you to do that during UCB trying to make a part of their offer that contingency. And I don't, we're seeing the coming soon as an ability to still get the same level of, of price, price and value and convenience for the client. Cause you know, you know, do they want to give up their weekend and, and have 16 offers to get virtually the same, you know, because we have sellers that are not taking the top dollar, right? They're choosing one that's lower. I mean, yeah. I, I like the pressure, to, you know, of the market to, to give us as many options as possible, but, you know, it's, um, I don't know. So I saw a chat come across that said, could you name that CRM again? And it's Commissions Inc. It's Sync, C-I-N-C is the tool that we use right now. It's, I think owned, it's owned by Fidelity, national title company. I thought that the, the particular tool inside of Sync had a different, and a special name. It's just text response. Text responder. Text responder text is responder. inside of Sync is the, yeah. is the option there. Cool. We got Jordan on the call even. Good to see your name, Jordan. Thanks for tuning in. All good. Thank you guys. Good night, Seattle and Phoenix. Thank Scott you, gentlemen. Hill. In California, I saw. In California, yeah. yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, guys. Take Bye. care now. Have a good one.